and leadership area. And I want to welcome you to our weekly webinar update where we provide you the latest information about local directed health measures, UNL event expectations and guidance, and other information to help you plan and host successful and safe events. So I'm going to run through our, and the way it works, I'll run through the PowerPoint. Then at the end, if you have any questions, you can ask questions and, and we'll do our best to get them answered. And if we can't answer them, we will get to you shortly with those. Okay, can everybody see the screen? Okay, so I'm gonna jump right in. Uh, as many of you know, the, the risk dial for Lincoln Lancaster County moved from orange to yellow on February 9th. So that happened a couple of weeks ago. Again, really positive news that the, the positivity rate for the week ended February 13th was 0.35%. Again, 0.35%, which is, it continues to trend down, which is really good news. And again, I wanna encourage everyone that we gotta keep wearing our face coverings, social distancing, following our protocols, but we're really encouraged by that news. And we need your help uh, by encouraging your peers to continue to comply with required testing. We just finished our third round, we're finishing our third round of reentry testing. Those third round of tests need to be completed today. Ideally, we want everyone to get tested that third round of testing today. And then tomorrow, as you may have heard, random mitigation testing starts tomorrow. So if you get invited to participate in the random mitigation testing, please do. Please encourage your peers to do so. It's really important uh, for us to continue to have the good outcome we're having with the positivity rate. So encourage you to do that. Uh, the current directed health measures as issued by the Lincoln Lancaster County Health Department on February, that went into effect on February 12th. For any events where you're planning on more than 500 attendees, that requires Lincoln Lancaster County Health Department approval. The occupancy for any spaces the rate is 75%, rather you're indoors or outdoors. And, and then the max number of people at a table or group is eight. For any event you're planning with 50 or more attendees on or off campus, you must get go through the university approval process to get that approved, including submitting your, your risk mitigation efforts. And then at this time, travel outside Lincoln, Nebraska is not permitted at this time, except via an exemption. So that's the current uh, Lancaster County Health Directives. Those have been unchanged since February 12th. Again, I uh, wanna remind you that uh, face coverings are required for all events, indoors and outdoors. For any event with 50 or more participants, an advisor or university employee is required to attend. And that's whether you're on campus or off campus. Uh, and then requests for events with 50 or more participants. We're, we want those to be approved prior to, seven days prior to the event. So you need to work with your team and your planning process to make sure you start that process early enough that we can approve those uh, seven days prior to the event schedule. I put this note on about formal dances. We continue to get questions about it. At this point, formal dances are not permitted. Okay. So there are some new event guidelines that I, I wanna share with you. So these changes were recently approved, allowing for more engagement opportunities in the following areas. Indoor team sports. So think intramural basketball, intramural volleyball. Those, that has been uh, approved and 
we're working on finalizing communication and the protocols. And so that's in place. We've made some adjustments to performance and rehearsals, events with shared equipment and promotional tabling. So there's some new guide guidance and expectations coming out about those. Please watch uh, for additional information via email, newsletter, and websites. That information will probably come out before our next week's webinar. So you may watch, see it via the website or an email or a newsletter. And then we will have more information about those events and what those protocols look like next week. Again, I wanna draw, draw your attention to available resources in terms of websites that are available to help you as you're planning events and things and considerations you might need to do so uh, successfully and safely. Okay, I ran through that pretty quickly. Are there any questions that anyone has? Um, I have a question. Oh, hey. Yes, please, Saika. Okay, so I wanted to ask, um, like for the randomized testing, yes. I know that last semester it was through an email and some people mm -hmm. just like said they didn't check their email, that's why I didn't see it. So this semester, um, are they gonna be notified through a text or the app or what? what's the channel of communication? So actually that's a great question and I'm not a 100% expert, but I can tell you what, this is what I understand. There's gonna be an email notification also, the Safer Community app is also going to be pushing notifications to students about testing. And so you're on your home screen to show when you're, you need to get tested. Um, but I think emails and the app are going to be the primary ways for communication. And it starts tomorrow. Emails will go out tomorrow. And then you'll have to schedule a time to be tested between Sunday and Wednesday for those who get selected. And it is required. In the past, it was voluntary. This, this is required. You're, Everyone is expected, rather your staff, students, or faculty to do it, unless you already have an exemption for the testing. Um, that leads to my follow-up question. So okay. this time it is required. Um, what are, I mean, obviously it's a violation of the code of conduct, right? If they don't yep. comply. So yep. What, yep. what is expected to happen? You know, I don't, I don't know. They'll, they'll go through the conduct process and, and, and they would be delayed, denied entry potentially to buildings, to programs, to activities if they don't get to comply with testing. Other questions or comments? That'd be a really quick update if there are no more questions. And for those of you who don't know, Debbie is the one who does our approval on behalf of the vice chancellor, so she's here. Uh, Melissa does a lot of work with organizations as you're planning events. Melissa is a great resource for RSOs. Jacob's a great resource for RHA. I think last time I referred to it as RHOs, but it's RHAs, correct, Jacob? RHA? Yes. Mm -hmm. Carries on, who helps with facilities. Um, so you have a number of people who are here to support you as you're planning events on campus. Okay, well, if there are no, no more questions or comments, we will wrap up for today. We'll be back again uh, next week. But as I said, please remember to, to look for the email or the text or the, the website information about those expanded engagement opportunities. 
And also I wanna encourage you to, to participate in the random testing if you're selected and encourage your peers to do so. It's really important. And thank you all uh, for joining us today.